Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 228 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's going Tom on? Tom has a new microphone, so yeah. I, do, do I sound better? Do I sound like you know? I don't know. You look like you're actually spiking, to be honest. And clipping. <laughs> you actually look like you're clipping. So let's see. I don't think I am. I think I'm good. Well, why, does, okay. why do the meters look like you're clipping though? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> hey, listen. If you are, you're the one that's going to fix it. So that's, I guess it doesn't really matter too much. That's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just have to not be as loud as I usually am. That's all. <laughs> just gotta, you know, with the new microphone, you gotta adjust all the settings, get it to where you know you're in a good place with it. So. Um, back a little bit and then you'll be fine yeah i i tend to you know i tend to be up close to the mic i feel like so <laughs> yeah i i guess yeah you know it'll be good when you want to do the uh, asmr uh episode <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> so what's what's going on guys what's i, I know, have Damon, a detour you just got back yeah you got That's a awesome. detour. not right. only do i have a detour but i'm gonna have like i'm going away again in another week i'm gonna have another detour which you're in not two gonna be weeks. with us next week though right Next week, I'm going that's, to be with you guys. It's the week that's after. That's me next week that's not going to be with oh, you guys. Okay. Remember? Wait, a Tom and Damon show? Yeah. It's kind of like during COVID. Wow, we haven't done one of those in a while. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I'll be away, I think, the 9th to the 13th or something like that. So that will be another one. I'll be in Dollywood. The only thing I have to say is I'm a little disappointed in myself that I wasn't able to get to Bush Gardens because I really wanted to go. And do that ride, but it just doesn't look like it's going to happen. Just running out of time? Is that? Just running out of time. Yeah. Just, it's been busy. So I, I think maybe what I'll have to do is do a Bush Gardens um, Halloween, which I don't really love, but might have to do it for the rides and the Halloween. I'm not sure. We'll see. And next year is Hershey. I'm doing Hershey next year, Tom. You're going to do it. You're going to do Hershey. Is this just because I talked about Chocolate World on the show? No, (laughs) it it was kind of like, because there is no Epic Universe next year, I was kind of like, what are we doing? And, you know, I love Dollywood, but I was like, oh, do I really want to double up on Dollywood? You know, we we were there at Pigeon Forge and Gatlingburg, you know, the year before that, even if we didn't go to the park. So I was like, no, I think it's going to be Hershey next year. All right. You're gonna have you have to have a a, a, a East Coast meetup, but at, uh, at Hershey Park, uh, that would I'm be sure great. Dude, we have a fair amount of listeners in in that general area, so yeah, that would be that would definitely be a, a fun DVC meetup at Hershey. Yeah, I like that. You got to get Dan out there. That's what you got to do. You Wait, gotta, Dan's in Philadelphia. I mean, no, and no, he's PA in Massachusetts, though. I believe. Yeah, he's but in he's not that. That's not that far. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right, so I have a detour. Yeah, yeah. This was an interesting one. I, I want to make sure. You know, because I've thought about this a few different ways, and the beginning of the story is super fun, but I, I don't want there to be any kind of knock on where we stayed because it, it was a fabulous place, but the way it got started was interesting. So we we're going to Ocala for a swim meet, which, by the way, the pool that the meet was at, um, called, it's called Fast. It was absolutely stunning. A pool, I think, that was built... I want to say it was finished maybe 1920, you know, 2020, 2019. I don't know exactly. Probably one of the best pools that I have ever seen. 
for for racing and it was it was definitely a fast pool unfortunately as per usual um my son swam extremely well the first two days and then their kind of their pot of people got sick right he, he is a he's a tough one to not get sick and and not like ridiculously sick where you know but just if you if you have a cold and have congestion you know track and swimming are, are not really it. Right? That's like, be, that that, that yeah. would be tough. Yeah. yeah you can't, you can't really do it. So he ended up scratching the last two days, um, which was unfortunate because he was having a very good meet, but was an interesting place. So we had decided that f- there wasn't a lot of places to stay in Akala because this meet was, you know, it's pretty big. There's five locations in the country. So this is kind of, I think what you would kind of consider, I think the first national meet, right? So at different levels, this is the first level of kind of the national meet. So there's a fair amount of people coming from a whole bunch of different places. So the hotel situation in, in Ocala, as Tom, you know, well knows is, you know, not robust. So, you know, they had the whole hotel they were at, which is, you know, a lot. As, anyway. as I mentioned, Ocala is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yes. Um, so we decided that we were going to stay somewhere because we were like, uh, we always, you know, it was my wife's 50th this year. And, and while, you know, she got, an, you know, got her nice gifts, you know, we had planned on doing something and just weren't able to really, you know, do anything because the kids are so busy and, you know, work and that. So we said, all right, well, let's try to find somewhere to go. <laughs> well, that was a little bit harder than I thought. Like you can either go, an hour west or an hour east, right? Like there's there's not, as Tom said, a lot in Ocala besides, you know, horses and golf courses and the villages, which is its own interesting thing. Um, <laughs> that's, that's to put it lightly, yeah. <laughs> yep. So we decided that we were going to stay at this place, a four-star resort called the Mission Inn in Howie in the Hills, which is, you know, about 40, well, I would say it was actually probably closer to an hour away from Ocala. And it was a very interesting place um, in, in a good way, but it kind of had to like work us up there. So we show up on a Tuesday and, you know, most of the time I think that you're kind of used to things being, you know, pretty busy in terms of vacationing during that time of year. And we show up and there's nobody there. And, and the place is huge. It's 500 plus acres, right? It's not small. There's two golf courses. The way that it's kind of laid out is kind of like you would have a Disney resort. Like there's kind of, um, there's like, I don't know what you call them, like little sections of the hotel, right? They're connected, but they're their own little section almost, right? Like kind of like you would say Saratoga or things like that, right? Things like that. So, you know, like on a little. Just like little different like areas of the hotel. Villages. It's all like broken yeah, out. Yeah. Like yeah, yep. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, the, the place is large. So we, we, we get there and it's, it's a tennis golf resort. You know, they have a spa, they have, you know, four or five restaurants and we get there and I tell you, it's a ghost town. So literal ghost town. So we check in, we go to our little spot, nobody, and you walk into the place and it feels like tower of terror. Like not in this like weird, like, scary like way, new but- tower, like, or like tower of terror. No, like Four. Tower of Terror. Like, oh, okay. Just old like, and like an outdated, <laughs> old, like kind of. Okay. But here, like, yeah, old and outdated. But everything was super nice. You get what I'm okay. saying? So yeah, yeah, like, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you yeah. walk in and you're like, oh, that armoire is probably super expensive, but it's old, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I get you. Okay. the ceilings are super small, right? Because it's just that vibe of you know the, when it was built and and things like that. So we get there and we're kind of like, 
yeah, yeah, well, I don't know if I'm taking this elevator, right? Like, I don't know, because we're on the fourth floor. I don't know if I'm taking this elevator. So, you know, I take the elevator up, it's, you know, a joke. And then it's very nice. Like, the room is large, right? Like, it's a nice room. It's overlooking the golf course. There's nobody playing golf. The next day, there's nobody playing golf. Walk around. There's nobody at the restaurants. There's nobody anywhere, okay? So, Tuesday and Wednesday, were kind of like, yo, is this real? Like, I was sending pictures to, you know, my my daughter at home and things like that. And I was like, yeah, if we get like, if something happens, like th- this is where we're at. Like, and it's also out in the middle of nowhere, like Tom saying, yep. it, it was fun, right? Like it was more of an amusement because the place was really nice. And, you know, reception was super duper nice. So we're walking around the place. They have shuffleboard. They have, you know, giant chess set. Again, multiple restaurants, the pool, stunning, right? Absolutely stunning. There's fountains, there's sculptures there's you know the the stairs to go up and down because i started taking the stairs not for just anything it's just easier right started taking the stairs like they're like full on like full plastered stairs you know what i mean like it's really really just nice vintage everything but there's nobody anywhere so except the grounds crew right and then you're thinking to yourself dude how are they paying for all this how do they stay in business how do they stay in business (laughs) Um, now I will tell you it was not that expensive either. So, and again, this is something we were doing, you know, kind of to match up our 50s because we weren't able to really get anywhere else. So, you know, we didn't mind where we were staying or spending, but it was also not expensive. Must've been like the second or third day we just decide that, you know, we're, we're walking to this place called the Conquistadors trail, which is this sort of, um, nature trail. So I said, all right, well, let's stop at reception first and kind of find out exactly where this is because the place is large. You know, we had driven by the tennis courts and there's a tennis academy there. Not one person playing tennis. There's pickleball courts, brand new. Nobody playing pickleball. Because we brought our pickleball stuff for something to do because we knew we'd have a lot of time in between. So I said, okay, well, let's bring our pickleball stuff and we'll just, you know, kind of play. I'm sure there'll be people there to play. No, we went out to play. Only ones out there. You know, so okay. But the courts were extremely well kept and extremely nice. So it's kind of like you're wondering what's going on here. Like what's wrong, right? Something has to be wrong here. This doesn't make sense. It feels like the beginning of like a horror movie where like, you know. That's what it felt like. And listen, I I want to keep on saying it is not a knock on them because this place is really nice. Um, And we ended up talking to reception and we're kind of like, hey, you know, you know. WTF. Well, we went to actually ask about food because there's some towns down there, you know, and we're kind of like, well, where should we go for food? We went to this place that had um, burgers, tacos, and waffles, BTW, which was absolutely <laughs> phenomenal, by the what way. What an amazing concept for a restaurant. <laughs> oh, it was so good. We It was so good <laughs> that we went there, and then the next day, we're like, oh, let's go somewhere to eat, and we're like, no, we're going back to BTW because it was like <laughs> – that's a um, good sign. Yep. That, that's yeah. a so good place. Yeah. We we go there. And like I said, in between this kind of walk, there's this mosaic of Walt Disney. Okay. And Mickey Mouse. And I was kind of like, well, this is weird, right? Like, what is that about? Um, I have no idea what that's about. So, you know, we go to ask about food and we, we stop a reception. We're talked to late. Now, the place was just recently sold, um, I think in December to a more of a hotel management conglomerate, I believe. And again, I just want to, I'm going on record here to say this is all coming from my brain from, you know, and I drove back 11 and a half hours. So it is very possible that you might want to check the missioninresort.com resort history website to confirm that I'm not messing some of this up, right? I always like to make sure I'm on point here. 
So we go to talk to her and, you know, we're asking about food and she tells us some places, but I don't really do seafood. So I'm kind of like, ah, oh, whatever. And then I ask, cause right. I'm kind of a chatty person. So I was kind of like, so, you know, is this kind of how it is normally? And she goes, this is actually the least busy time of the year. And she goes on to explain that they do a lot of weddings. They can actually host seven weddings at once, right? Oh, wow. The golf courses, yeah. um, one of them was voted top 25 in Florida, which, you know, in Florida with a million golf courses, like that's awesome, right? There's also a small little neighborhood that's part of this as well that has the the amenities to the golf courses. So there's a small little neighborhood that's attached to these, you know, 500 acres. Anyway, so she just explained that this is the absolute most dead time of the year. And, you know, I was like, okay, well, that makes more sense then. So, you know, we were kind of talking, you know, talking to her kind of a little bit about the podcast because we were just kind of talking about Disney and stuff. And she's asked if I saw the mosaic and I said, yes. And she goes, well, so let me explain to you how the story goes. I guess when, so kind of take a step back. This resort had been around for a long time. So Howie in the Hills is the name of the town. This guy, Howie, bought it like, I want to say early well, let's say right before the depression, right? I don't have to go into exact dates. Right before the depression, think throws a golf course on, the depression happens, you know, no one's going anywhere, especially Florida. Um, and then ends up going to sell it after the depression. It's you know, stays in the family for a few generations, goes to sell it in the sixties. Right at the time that Disney's looking to purchase land. Okay. Yeah. And what happened was and again, this is hearsay, but this is what the story that, that they tell is that Walt Disney, because again, right, they have 500 plus acres and more to be bought. I think when they first started outside of the resort, there was like 60,000 acres, some ridiculous amount of land, right? Yeah. Disney decided that it was easier to fill in the swamp than it was to cut down the hills because it is a little hilly there. And right, if you want a flat amusement park. So what they did was they kind of, this mosaic was a thank you to Walt Disney for not buying their land. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I was like, wow, even when there's not a Disney story, there's a Disney story. There's a Disney story. Yeah. Right? Wow. Okay. Um, so I thought that was actually a pretty cool little story. And then we decided to, you know, find out where the Conquistadors Trail is. And then as we're leaving, she says, oh, and by the way, just in case, you know, if you see Bubba, the huge alligator, you know, just say, say that's hi. An alligator's name, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, like, no, no, I don't <laughs> need to hear that. So we go to the Conquistadors Trail. And again, you know, the golf course is meticulously kept. Like I said, I haven't seen a golf course that nice in a long while, by the way, with nobody playing on it, except, you know, as we get little closer to Friday, things change a little bit. But anyway, so we go to Conquistadors Trail. Again, nobody is anywhere. We walk this trail and it's not that it's, it's not it's not dilapidated it's just overrun so like there is this like we see like all these butterflies and like there's this sign like hidden behind all like the woods and the brushes and the bush you know says you know butterfly um what do they call it? butterfly garden but it's like looks like it was you know dystopian you know 200 years ago hidden behind like all this like you know overgrown shrubbery and i'm just like this does not look good but there's a ton of ton of butterflies there right which was really kind of cool and because it's just you know out in the woods it's just out in the woods like you're walking along this path and there's like a tree must have fallen over and it falls over the top of the path and you're like uh, i guess we got to like go under it like it was really a, a nice little trail very um 
you know, woodsy, <laughs> very much natural, let's say. Um, but anyway, so we did that. And then, you know, I so said, we played pickleball, you know, we went over and looked at, you know, some of the tennis stuff and drove around. And then, you know, come Thursday, Friday, you know, we see a few people, right? And not a lot by any stretch of the imagination, but a few people. It was such a nice place though, but it had this, like, again, that Tara Tara vibe was so real in those first two days, like just so real. Like when we're in the hotel room and there's like, we're on the fourth floor, we didn't see anybody for two days, nobody, not a person. And we also got there at like 10 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? So like we check in, it's 10 o'clock at night, may even been, you know, 1030 and there's nobody there. It's dark. You walk in and there's like, you know, all of the stuff that you would expect to have been used is like, you know, like the carts for bringing luggage are all just sitting there kind of like a ride. You know, there's a wheelchair. And then the next day the wheelchair is gone. And we're like, whoa, we didn't see anybody. Like what happened to the wheelchair? Like <laughs> it was, it was like that. But again, everything was so nice. Cause when you ride tower of terror, everything is, you know, befitting of a super nice hotel. Just cobwebby, right? <laughs> there was no cobwebs there. Um, but outside of the, the cobwebs, it was that had that feel. So it was it was definitely fun. There was a German bakery that was less than a mile away. Now, my wife will argue with me. I will say it's better than the bakery, the European bakery in Hilton Head. Um, I don't think I've – and I'm an eclair person, and I don't think I've had a better one. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then the next day, I had um, a hazelnut – tart which was absolutely you know european german bakeries things aren't as sweet so it was perfect like you could still have it for breakfast my wife had an pistachio something something the first day and it was good and then she had apple strudel because she said you know german bakery she kind of had to have it but we get to the bakery and you and you go and you order and there was like you know us another you know couple and another couple and that was it and you go outside and there's you know like the the metal table and chairs there's like 40 of them. And you're like, I just don't understand. There's a bar outside at this bakery. And that was the other thing. So by the pool, there was a huge bar as well. I mean, nothing in it, like ghost town bar. Um, kind of same thing here. There was obviously a bar. So they must really do all of their business in that wedding season. And that's it, right? It's interesting, Damon, that you bring that up because I, I remember I went to West Palm Beach one time for a work conference, right? And it was in July. And I was like, oh, well, I'm surprised we're doing this in July because, you know, I'm thinking we're at the beach. Like, mm -hmm. I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be peak season, right? And I was talking to an Uber driver down there. He's like, oh, no, no. He goes, this is the down season. This is like the low season. He goes, it's too hot. People don't come. Yeah, it, it, was, <laughs> like, it was hot there. Like, I couldn't imagine playing golf in that heat. And I think that's probably that's a, a lot of what happens. Yeah. But super nice place. Mission Inn Resort, right? Howie in the Hills. If, if you're in that area looking for somewhere to stay, great. We played mini golf. Um, again, somewhere in between, right? Because between Ocala and this was about an hour. Uh, we played mini golf, which I won by 13 12, 13 strokes, a lot, let's say. I was kind of on my game, to be honest with you. <laughs> but it was it was interesting because it was like, it felt like it was in somebody's backyard, but it was really nice. I, I just don't know how to put it. A lot of things like that kind of feel that way down there, like because there's not a lot around. You know, yeah. people run a business, it's kind of like, and then their home's attached to kind of their business. But I mean, it was immaculate. Like, you know, you go to a lot of other mini golf and you know there's you know turf coming up or this or that no this was like this was really really nicely done and it was not easy so i, I will tell you because again if i didn't my wife would be mad so i'll just say that even though i won by an awful lot 
I still did not par because it was a very difficult, very difficult course, very difficult course. Um, so, but it was fun. It definitely was a good trip. I was kind of like, I was saying to my wife, you know, you go to these places and then you think to yourself like, wow, this was really fun. Like I had a really good time. And it was also our first, I I, I can't say it was really our first vacation without the kids because we were there for my son swimming and we did see him every day, right? Like, it's not like we didn't see him. So I don't know how, you know, but it was fun because it was just different, right? It was such a different experience. And then I was like, but I will never be back here again. Like there's not going to be anything that brings me back here. And I was a little disappointed in that because I was going to a bakery that I loved. And I thought to myself, well, it's a one and done because I just won't yeah. be back. Why not would I go be back, back for just for the bakery? I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I drive in 10 and a half hours for a bakery. So, you know, and even though it was nice, it was kind of like, oh, OK, this is interesting. Anyway, but it was fun. We had a good time. Um, if you're in the area for some other reason, I would say definitely check it out. You know, Mission and Resort was was pretty cool. Usually, if you're in Ocala, it's for a horse-related reason. So, uh. well, well, now or swimming, but you know, my son's a, my son's a junior; he'll be a senior next year. So, unless they hold at the same location next year, which they usually don't, but you never know. Um, that would you might be, get lucky. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes. If I remember correctly, it goes between North Carolina, um, Florida, want to say Mississippi, and somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe we'll have a. a a report from Mississippi. I mean, he's already made his cut for next year. So it's just going to be a matter of where it was. And two years ago, it was in North Carolina, but it could also be at, um, at GAC at Greensboro. So whenever well, that was, yeah, that'd be good. It's a nice pool as well. Yeah. Anyway. So All that's, right. well, that's we haven't had a detour in a while. So that was, yeah. that was, uh, and you get another one soon. And the other one is going to be really interesting. Cause it's going to be Dollywood. Um, my daughter's going to be going on the mine shaft ride, which I actually forget the act, the true name of it for the first time, probably against her will. Um, and then we're going to be doing <laughs> Big Bear, which is oh, the, the new ride, which yeah. I'm kind of excited about. I, I'm gonna. I was kind of telling the guys before I um I was listening to a lot of Epic Universe stuff on the ride down, just because right something to listen to. That that coaster may be even too much for me. I don't know if you guys have seen any that of the dueling one that they're building. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That might it's be like, maybe a little too much for me. Yeah, from the okay. pictures I saw, it looks like a lot. I know it's too much for Tom. That, I guarantee. Oh yeah, no, that. I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> no. I'll be honest. I have not looked too much at Epic Universe stuff because mm-hmm. I'm kind of. The hard part for me is that I know I want to go there because of Super Nintendo World and everything, but I mm-hmm. also know it's so far out that I don't want to be hyping myself up for no reason for the next like year and a half. <laughs> I just but, think it's going to be such uh, such a big. Um, opening that I'm worried about getting in the summer of. But what mm-hmm. I did hear was, and I, I think this is this is going to be an interesting this looks good. Sorry. Yeah, right. It's going to be an interesting <laughs> take on how they actually handle this. But I'm hearing, right again, rumor wise, that none of the new rides are going to be part of their express pass at all. It's going to be just standby unless they go they have their own virtually thing, but yeah, only when it queue route. Yeah, but only when it fills up. So they, I don't, and again, I could be wrong here. If I am, someone will correct me, I'm sure. But I don't believe they just turn it on from jump. I think they turn it on when the line gets too long. Mm, Which for the first little while, it'll probably be, it probably will be just turned on because it'll be so popular. But I I get what you're saying is that they'll, they'll hit a point where they'll just go to queue. But it does change my thought process here because I was going to stay at the Royal Pacific because of the free express pass, right? But if none none of the rides are express pass at all, 
then I don't need to stay there. Yeah, that's kind of pointless, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Might might yeah. save me some money because we were pricing it out and it's like, man, I, I love DVC. Yeah. Yeah. Because gosh, <laughs> that was it's brutal to price out a trip to Universal or even Disney without DVC. And I think what we would do, we were kind of talking about it, is we would utilize the first and last day as DVC days so that we could go to the park at Universal and then go back to Disney, stay, right? I'm air quoting free in our room and then drive back the next day. And same thing we would do on the first day, we'd arrive late. So instead of spending all that money on the park, you know, on Universal to go to the park, we would spend the first night at Disney and then go over, go to the park and then check into the hotel after later that day. I just didn't know. The one thing I don't know, and I don't know how Disney kind of does it either. So let's just say you have um, a reservation and let's say like you're, you know, again, let's call it Tuesday that you would check in. You can go to the park in the morning though on those free park hours or no? Can you only do it on the last day? No, you can. Yeah. yeah. So if you're not checking in yet, you can still do that. I think if it's the day of your check-in, I think it's fine. And then the day yeah. you leave. So if you were to check out at you know ten in the morning, you yeah. still have it for that day as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, just I think don't it's know. the length of your stay, right? So like the length of your stay would count as the first day, even if you're not checked in yet. It's that that first day is still your first day. In the so room. arrival and departure days. Yeah. 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 So for something like Universal, where you in theory have to pay for it, but you get it for free if you're at the high end hotel. I wonder if they handle it the same way. I don't know. It maybe it almost thinks they might not because it would be like a kind of a money thing. But I don't know. We'll have to find that out. Yeah, it's it's guess- interesting. Good. Sorry, Trevor. I was going to say, I, I I don't know how many people are capitalizing on those days that you're talking about, Damon. Yeah. I, I guess that's the thing is that it's... I don't know either. You know, a lot of people are I not would. planning. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I know you would. But like for me, it's like, well, you know, travel day is like, you know, getting on a plane for five hours. So but, but you I'm could, not in, really... In theory, do the same thing, right? You could come into Florida, stay at DVC at yeah. night. Because if you're flying in, like, are you too tired to go to Universal? You might be. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, we, we've done that before, and we realized that you know the the first day coming in, it's easier to just go to the hotel and rest. We're not yeah. interested in in crashing parks after being on a plane for five hours. So, uh, yeah. from yeah, from our point of view, that actually would be a plan: is you know stay at a DVC resort and then move over to you know wherever we're staying if we were going to go stay at a Universal resort. Yeah. 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 I, I, I get what you're saying. Makes sense. All right. Uh, so we get, we're actually going to the show yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the detour is part of the show, man. You're right. The detour. <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. All right, so, I, so Nathan Thomas has a question that I just want to put out there that he asked in at least 10 different Facebook groups. Oh, did um, he really? Yeah. I'm at so the he's cusp- trying to get opinions, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at the cusp of, I mean, does any opinion besides the people in our group really matter? Though? I, Let's I, be honest. I, yeah. I'm at the cusp of adding 150 or 200 points at VGF at 161. Yep. Uh, per point direct, which is super cheap. Yeah. Currently has 150 at Riviera. Yeah. Family of four, two adults and two kids under six. Push me over the ledge, pull me back, or let me know if there's a better option. I think that's pretty cheap, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on how much you try. Like he doesn't say how much he travels, and yep. you know, and where he wants to stay, and what room size he wants. Because, like, I mean, listen, Family I don't know. Of four. I know. Yeah, I mean, do you need 300 points a year? 
it probably, I mean, probably not unless you want to stay in two bedrooms every time, which I like. I've been a little spoiled by the two bedrooms yeah, right you, now, right? It's both. like nice to have your own space, but like with a family of four, you could get a, I mean, you could get away with a studio really with a family of four or I mean, a one bedroom at the, at the most, but like. Yeah. Studio is pushing it though when the kids get older. Oh no, when they get older. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And we so, also don't know yeah. if the kids are the, you know, if it's two boys, two girls, one of each. Because I will tell you, having that two boys, one girl means more room than three boys. Yeah, I get that. It just does. Like, you know, nobody – like, the boys, if they have to, like, if we force them to, you know, you're both taking the couch. Like, the the pullout. (laughs) It is what it is. But they just just wouldn't do that otherwise. So, it makes things a little bit harder. So – yeah, I like the full fridge. I'm going to be honest with you. The full fridge is like a deal changer for me. I need yeah. to have, make sure I have a full fridge. I really I, do. You get that with the one bedroom, though. You get the yeah, full. Yeah, I'm the same, but you don't get it with the studio. No, no, but yeah. you don't get it with the studio. Yeah, but I like, need, I mean, I, I would bed. minimum go one bedroom if I were family of four at this point, you know? And maybe they go twice a year and they need 300 points. Yeah. It just seems like a lot of points. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's a good point. Um, I mean, I would say, listen, if you have the money to buy it and you want to buy, it, I mean, that's a pretty good. You're direct not, yeah, you're not going to go though. wrong at 161. Yeah, yeah. that that price price point because uh, we talked about it previously is that yeah that is directly competing with resale resale yeah rates and the fact that it is a direct it, you know comes with all the advantages of direct you know meaning that you can you know buying that means that you can use it at any of the uh, any of the current resorts and future resorts. Which absolutely, uh, I mean, you know, like like looking at looking at you know that versus buying resale. Resale actually is becoming it's not limited, but you know, as time goes on and new resorts pop up, it is going to be more and more limited. So, you know, to me, you know, getting a direct contract again, if you can afford it and you can get direct at the cost of a resale, you know, in five years, that's going to pay for itself. Like yeah. it's, we just yeah. don't know how long these are going to last for, and why Disney's doing them so cheap. Trying to pull some of those uh, some of those people away, you know, uh, from from resale, right? But I, I, yeah. I did read. I mean, I, I saw in DVC News they they keep track of like direct sales, and they were talking about how sales have been really strong for the new resorts recently. Like they've really been picking up quite a bit. So I'm, I'm assuming the incentives are not going to last forever. No, I wouldn't think so, especially not that cheap. Yeah, exactly. So uh, another interesting thing here is uh, DVC is currently offering uh, on select dates in August and September, you can save 20% off a regular price of a VIP guided tour. I tried to talk my parents into it. They're going at the end of August. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, dude, you should do the VIP tour. They were talking about doing a tour. They're going to do keys keys to the kingdom. Okay. Yeah. That's Um, a great, that's a great tour for them. Yeah. They'll they'll love that. Yeah. And, um, I was like, no, you should do a VIP tour. They're 20% off. And they're like, no. (laughs) Uh, I mean, okay. But so, so let's, (laughs) let's look at this uh, line item here. Maximum of 10 guests per group. You get any math? (laughs) Standard rates range from $450 to $900 per hour with a minimum of seven hours. So so you're $6,000. No problem. One day tour. Yeah. 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 And then, okay. 20% off. Ooh, mm, that, that still doesn't feel good. (laughs) You know what though? If you had a group of 10, it's not terrible, right? Like if you had a group of 10 and split it, it's not that bad. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So so what happens 
if like you're a group of two like do you jump in with other people or you're by yourself no, you still get your own it's it's still personal yeah so then where you're at that 450 per two people versus 450 per 10 i don't know where the range comes from I, i'm wondering if it's by date that the range like if well, let's, just, it- let's just use that as the number so you're saying if you had a group of 10 friends it would only be 45 dollars per person per hour yeah not terrible. I mean, if, if you got them all in on the same group, and I, I think it would be, you know, you pay for it, and then you get everyone else to you know, yeah. pay you back, Yeah, whatever the difference is. But yeah, the problem with that is, uh, you know, like what you're I saying. like 10 you, people? You, you have to find, <laughs> you know, if, if you're a group of two, you have to find eight other no, I don't even like eight people, I don't think. This. Yeah. <laughs> There's not eight people you like enough to do this with? There's not eight people I could convince to do this. Well, the, the other problem is, too, you have to remember, like, it's not two. Like, I'm already at five, and I'm paying for all five. Yeah, so, you, yeah, yeah you're, you're paying for an additional three for if it was your family. Yeah. So well, Plus, it doesn't include theme park tickets, too, right? So, <laughs> that's but hey, if you're going to do it, 20% off is still 20% off. You know, that's I mean, that's one of the better discounts I've seen. I mean... I feel like typically the bigger the discount you see, like the the more expensive the experience is, right? Because like you have to really make it worth somebody's while uh, to do it. I mean, twenty percent off is really good though. It's it's interesting. I feel like I don't remember them ever doing this before that I can remember. But I mean, I've always wanted to do one of these, right? Like I've I've really wanted to do it. And um, my one friend who um, you know has some spare money and tends to spend it has has mentioned it to me before like is you know if we went together if, and i was like yeah let's 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 do it man like if you want to pay for it i'm in <laughs> if, you get, if you get eight people uh, when the kids are in college i'll come tom the two right. of us will come there you go. happen <laughs> we should do a welcome home uh vip yeah, i mean i yeah I, I would figure out how to get down there if this was actually happening <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's awesome you skip every single line i mean it's you can't can't so seven that. hours, if I got to pay some $90 at seven hours, that's actually not the worst, right? Well, it's, it's, it's 45, it would be 45 per hour, right? So you're per talking person. per hour for seven, seven hours. Yeah. So, so 90 times seven. Or, yeah. 90, yeah. 90 times seven max. It would be the maximum. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that's not the worst if it's, yeah. If, if you can split it that way. Basically, the ultimate genie plus. Uh, yeah, we just skip every single line and uh, don't have to uh, don't have to reserve anything. So, I, it's 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 an interesting it's an interesting promo that they're doing. So, I mean, I, I mean, it is. The, We'd the all have to wear welcome home podcast shirts, though. That would be a requirement. Oh, easy. Everyone has to wear the shirts. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Absolutely. You're not but allowed I, to come on tour if not. I mean, but <laughs> the, the 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 plaid can't wear the shirt though. Like, no, 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 no. Okay. We can give them a button. <laughs> we should we should have the plaid wear one of our hats while they're wearing yeah. it. <laughs> hat, hats, which, by the way, we are looking to get, but they will be the same sort of thing, giveaway only, just so everyone knows. Yeah. We are yeah. looking to get some. New hats. Yeah, yeah. new hats. We've been needing, meaning to do hats for a long time again. So, uh, yeah. you know, we still have pins, too, that I need to send out to Patreon people. <laughs> Tom and his pins. People complain about it way more than you think, by the way, just so I you're know. aware. Every time I meet somebody... They're always like, Tom never sends out pins. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> well, you know what, though? That's okay. Behind the curtain, we talked about this. I, I think we're going to switch up. And I think once we do new stuff, I'm gonna, my parents will send out stuff. Since yeah. they, for some reason, they're always at the post office. I don't know why, but they <laughs> seem to always be at the post office. I, I feel like every time I've been to the post office, there tends to be an older demographic that has. There you go. Because they got that time. <laughs> well, they can also go to the post office whenever they want. Yeah, well, that's the other thing too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, th- this next thing though is, is really interesting: the smell of fence on parade experience. Because I, I don't know, there's such an uproar on social media about it, and I just 
I just don't know why. So, okay. Yeah. Can, can you explain to me what the uproar is? Because I'm yeah, not. I, I, so I can, yeah. because I don't necessarily agree with it. So agree with it. There's this new interactive experience coming to Magic Kingdom. Smell of Fence on Parade, which will be a family-friendly search and sniff adventure and storybook circus. And that's all great. Presented by Sensi. And I think that's where it all falls apart for people. So so here's the thing, though. It's sponsored by Sensi, right? Who mm-hmm. are the official home fragrance for Walt Disney World? Yeah, we already takes, knew this. Yep, we right? already knew this. The experience yeah. takes inspiration from Pick Outfits on Parade, from Dumbo, and Concept Art, and blah, 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 blah. I think it's great because that area always needs something. I agree. Yeah. Here's the problem. People are mad because they say, I don't want anything sponsored by Sensi. I don't want anything sponsored by anybody. This is ridiculous. It's turning into a commercial. I'm sorry, Have what? you been on Test Track? Like, because that is the ultimate commercial. There is no commercial bigger whoa, whoa. than Test Track. But things have been sponsored since Disneyland opened. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's literally it the like, history of the parks. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like day one. Like you can go back to like yeah, like 1960 footage, and there is like in Tomorrowland, like there's sponsorship all over the place. So why there's this less a sponsors now? today than there were then? Yeah, well, okay, I mean, I look at that good, Kodak but... sponsor in Epcot as well. I had that on. Yeah. <laughs> I found that stuff in my attic, and it was literally like the worst sort of like push of Kodak cameras I've ever seen <laughs> for Disney. And again, Test Track, which is nothing more a than a Chevy commercial yeah. at the end. So I, I don't know why there's an uproar, but there is an uproar about this. Is it just sensey though? Because like it might nobody, be. Nobody seems to care that like what is it, Tron sponsored by like Enterprise and like. You know, I look, but, so I haven't but, been on Tron. So what does that mean, though? Nothing. It like, just means so, that they have like a little thing there. That's yeah, it. like, like it's I an would, enterprise. I would say at the end of the day that Test Track is not a little thing. It's fully, oh, it's a big thing. It's a big. No, thing. That's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so I don't understand. I, I think it may be just some sensey backlash. I don't know. I'm not I, I, sure, I, but it I has just, to be sensey specifically, right? I don't know. I, I just I, there was I'm a not, lot more talk about it than I thought. You know, a, a company producing, you know, like scents for like, you know, air deodorizers and stuff like uh, of all the th- of all the hills to die on. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I well, don't get well, it. What if? What if? All right. Hold on. What <laughs> if is it because they're like a was, multi-level marketing company? Is that what the problem is? Like might be. What if what if Figment was sponsored by Lululemon? That's totally different, though. I, like, <laughs> OK, I mean. What if what if his scarf was Lululemon and all of a sudden that ride was sponsored by Lululemon and the scarf was Figment scarf, Figment the ride. I, listen. I mean, I wouldn't care unless like unless the whole Figment ride was changed into him talking about how comfortable his scarf is because yeah. like <laughs> I don't care about this at all. I was just surprised that people cared. And I yeah. tell you, I tried to say something and people just like. Totally went off. This is just like not knowing the history of Disney parks, though. Like, like I mean, literally every single attraction, like at Disneyland when it opened, was sponsored pretty much. Like they had like Monsanto in there. Yeah, they had General. Yeah. Like everything was sponsored. Like I would say there's less sponsors now, and I would also say too that they do a pretty decent job of making them relevant sponsors, right? Like. I know Splash Mountain, it's weird that like Ziploc would sponsor Splash Mountain, but it makes sense. You put your stuff in a Ziploc bag so it doesn't get wet, right? Like mm-hmm. you can do that. Like, I mean, Enterprise with Tron, eh, you know, I mean, it's a vehicle, I guess, or whatever. But it's, you know, you can you can come up with ways that they, it makes sense. For the most part, they're not like out of left field, right? 
Like, yeah, I don't know. This makes sense to me, I guess, because they're doing a smelling thing. But I mean, not necessarily, I guess, for Dumbo, right? It is kind of weird that it's Dumbo. But since they're building this whole new experience around this search and sniff thing. And, with Dumbo, and I don't know what this is going to be. Like, was it just going to be a walkthrough with like spraying smells at you? Like, Kind of what it seems like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there was holograms, it would be fine. But It's all about holograms, yeah. Sorry, Trevor. What were you going to say? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, like, like, you know, even to the point about like – the again, looking back at some of the older sponsors, like there, there's been stuff over the years where the sponsors don't even necessarily make sense. Like you know, Disney tries to make it yeah. make sense, but there's been plenty of attractions over the years where it's like you know they just put the you know, um, you know the the sponsor's name next to the ride and that's it. You know, you know it's varying degrees of you know sometimes it'll be like the Chevy thing. Or in other cases, I'm like, who was it? Was it Siemens that was doing uh, Spaceship Earth? Yeah, so it was, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was Siemens like, with Spaceship Earth. Like, yeah. yeah that, so yeah. so you don't, like, in in a lot of cases, you don't even hear about it. Like, in this case, it's, you know, Sensi is, you know, they're they're clearly pushing their Sensi, you know, Sensi as a brand, right? Which is fine. But but the funny thing is, is that, you know, for years, and, and this is the part that baffles me, and I guess maybe because it's not the same people making the same statement, is that, you get, you know, people for years I've seen, they're like, oh man, you know, what is that smell, you know, in like the, the yeah. lobby at this hotel. Right. And, you know, people are, you know, oh, here's, you know, you can go here, you can buy this scent or whatever. So, you know, it's just getting self-promoted, but now that it's like, you know, the, the company is like, Hey, you know, you know, we're going to do a thing. And, and, you know, it's interesting. It's, it's not that it's just, you know, sheer self-promotion. It's like, you know, they're kind of working it in, like you said, you know, whether or not it works in with Dumbo. I mean, this to me seems more like, um, like a Winnie the Pooh thing, almost like the, the interesting, the, the elephants or what's it or pink elephants on parade. Yeah. Like it, that to me, you know, it kind of makes sense. Like, like it's not a stretch. So I don't understand why people are getting bent out of shape about it because it's yeah. not like, it's not like they're like, throwing it in the middle of like the jungle cruise and it's blasting you with sense. Like they're, you know, it's, it's contained to an area. They're advertising it as, you know, Hey, this is a thing put on by a sponsor and, you know, come check it out. At the end of the day, you don't have to go there either. Like, like to be so wound up about it, it's like, and I get, you know, people on social media are crazy sometimes. It's, you know, maybe just don't, do it if it bothers you that much and just leave other people to experience it. I don't know. I just want to note that I Googled this and there are, when Disneyland opened, there were 33 sponsors at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. 33. So yeah. like, let's, <laughs> and I, I don't think there's that many at Disney world at this point. Um, I was actually, I was laughing though, Damon, when you brought up Kodak, I was remembering where they just ha had random signs that said like photo spot sponsored yeah. by Kodak. Yeah. Like, Okay. <laughs> like, do I really need a sign to tell me where to take a photo? <laughs> it, I always thought this was ridiculous. That was probably an agreement that they had that, yeah. you know, they would just put their name all over the park. Right. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's the same way that, you know, like, like Club Cool is a, it's a ad for Coca-Cola. It's a big ad for Coke. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but they're giving know. me something for free. So. That's why well, they're giving you, they're giving you smells for free in this one. <laughs> Thanks. They're giving you free smells. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> which, which is which is better than smelling, you know, somebody who didn't put on deodorant on the monorail, unless that is one of the smells. Can they, that can they put that? Can they put this experience in the monorail cars so I don't have to smell sweaty people? Yeah, like, that would be amazing. <laughs> hey man, it's, not, it's hot out there in Florida. It Sometimes is. You just get sweaty. Sometimes deodorant cannot handle 
Listen, I'm not criticizing anybody. At the end of a day in the summertime from Disney, I'm sure I do not smell great, right? Like, I just, when you get in that monorail, it can smell like a barnyard sometimes. So I would just love a little sensey spritzer, you know? Now, what if there was, if, you know, Gillette or somebody sponsored the bathrooms and you could, (laughs) like, get, like, spray deodorant in the bathrooms? Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Do that. Yeah. Have like a little machine. I just put my arm up and it like sprays my arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, that's, I think it's more just like that Sensi. I, and I, I wasn't, I am vaguely familiar with Sensi, but like I Googled it and I guess they are considered a multi level marketing scheme. And I know like there's a lot of backlash to those kinds of places. And so maybe that's what it is because it is Sensi. Like maybe if it was some other fragrance manufacturer, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Maybe people wouldn't be as annoyed, but. I don't know. It just feels. But it they, feels like. But, but think about you know, it like this. I mean, they are the official fragrance of Walt Disney. So they are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, the, and and yeah, you're right. You no, know, I guess you know any other like drama around the company is one thing, but again, to to bring it to Disney, which again, you know, it's it's a well established Disney thing. It's like, I, I don't know. I I don't see why why you get upset about it at that point because it's not like it's anything new (laughs) strange i don't know man so i'm surprised tom had this in here the wonderful world of mickey shorts ends with steamboat silly why are you why are you surprised that it's that it's in there i'm I'm just surprised i'm just surprised because you don't like the show (laughs) you know the the last episode so i got to watch it early so i've seen it a few weeks ago i liked it um it was okay Yeah. yeah i mean i don't love that animation style right so Obviously, based on the name, right? It's a nine-minute short, Disney Plus. You got Modern Mickey, you know, meeting up with Steamboat Willie, blah, 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 blah. Um, There are a lot of Easter eggs in it, for sure. A lot of Easter eggs, yeah. A lot of Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't love Mickey shorts in general. So, for me, it's just okay. Um, But it was fine. It was was fine. I mean, mean, there was a lot of Steamboat Willies, right? Like... I thought it was pretty funny. I I enjoyed my daughter and I very much enjoyed it yesterday. So there was a lot of them. So I'm just disappointed that this, that the series is ending. I I did enjoy it. I felt like it was very like, um, you know, I, even though the animation style was new, like the, the stories and the way they were doing things were like really silly and like kind of old style kind of animation, like to me, but like, that's why I like them. Um, but you know, I understand not everybody liked the animation style. I, always enjoyed these my daughter really likes them and we we watch them quite a lot um so i mean listen everything has to come to an end eventually and it's kind of a bummer because i i do think that this is kind of like a cool way to introduce like mickey mouse and those characters to a new generation you know but um because my daughter will watch the old ones too she'll watch you know she'll watch the 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 shorts from the 30s you know or the 40s like she she will she'll watch those but like she uh you know it's it's cool to kind of bring it into a more modern uh you know world and and uh and show it that way so yeah i mean i'm i'm just kind of i'm kind of bummed that this is ending but i know not everybody is but at the same time like this thing won i mean this series won ton of awards i mean i think was pretty popular despite i know a lot of disney fans not loving the exact uh you know animation style so yeah i i mean yeah i i, I get that you know like you tom i um, I enjoyed them. You, you know, we we like you, you know, you know, when our son was younger, we watched them a lot. Now, not so much because, you know, teenagers being teenagers, you can't get them to sure. do anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, I guess the way I look at it is the the nice thing right now, and you know, you know, to your point about you know kids rediscovering stuff. Like when I was a kid, I found a lot of the old Mickey Mouse shows because you could rent that there was like compilations of them at the video store, you know, oh, yeah, like yeah. blockbuster. Right. So, so, you know, we would go and rent VHS of like Mickey mouse stuff. And I remember this when I was a kid and, and it was like, you know, we were watching, I, and you know, at the time I didn't realize that it was like, you know, these were, these were, you know, shows from, you know, you know, the 1940s up kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And so, you know, to the point about, you know, kids discovering the stuff, you know, the, the fact that we have Disney plus now, and the fact that all of this stuff is on Disney plus, um, means that, you know, like, like you say, you know, your daughter can go back and, you know, you can find, you know, the entire series of Mickey shorts yeah. and, and, you know, you know, for, for kids now it's, you know, it's a lot easier for them to access the old and the new stuff. And, and to the point about this ending, I, I think, you know, I think it's good that they're ending it. It's like, you know, like you, Tom, if, if they kept making it, I wouldn't have complained. I would yeah. have, you know, I, I, cause I, I like, I, I don't sit down and watch them religiously anymore. Like, like, like I said, you know, when my son was younger, we would sit down and watch them a lot, but now it's like, you know, every once in a while, I'll just go and check it out. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, they've got some new ones. And, and, you know, I, I haven't watched this final one yet, but you know, the, the thing is, is that I, I think it's good because now that this has ended, um, there, there is opportunity for them to do something new and different again. And, and I think that's where, that's where Disney is its strongest because like not everything hits, you, you know, the whole thing around the, this current one was that, you know, like you said, people don't like the animation style. They didn't like how like goofy was done. And, and I get that. Yeah, sure. But so, so now that they've kind of, or they, they've bookended that series, there's nothing saying they can't start a new one. And, it, and again, it's not that they'll just like repeat the same thing, but it gives, it gives opportunity for, more creativity in it and you know somebody new to come in and to you know again start up the next generation of this stuff because you know that's really why disney stuff has stuck around so long like like i remember um again this goes back to when i was a kid is that you know there there was a short in and i'm sure you can find it on disney plus and it was like um the it, it had like the steamboat willie mickey mouse and it had the um the the current generation at the time i think it would have been like a like a 80s mickey mouse and and the whole thing was just um steamboat willie was like just doing like the the like simple dance animation and then the new mickey mouse comes in and he's doing like all this different stuff and everything and the whole time the other mickey is just dancing like like he's not doing anything and the new mickey is kind of looking at him going like like, what are you doing? Like, so, so it was like this whole back and forth between the old and the new one. And the funny thing is, is that they can like, they can keep doing that. Like, like that's kind of what this is doing. Yeah. Right? Like, like it, yeah. It, it's like, you know, showing off the old one, showing the, you know, the classic animation and, and intertwining it. And, and it's funny because it actually kind of makes for like a whole kind of the same way that you have like the Marvel universe is that you have, the Mickey universe, the Mickey universe, right? Also yeah. Be, the, uh, also the MCU. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe it's and, the MMCU. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, the, the thing is, is that it, you know, or actually it's kind of equivalent to like how you've got different variations on Spider-Man, right? Like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You, you know, you've got different variations on Mickey Mouse. So, so the fact that they finished off 
this one show means that you're going to get another variation and you know whatever that looks like so uh like i said i'm 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 not sad to see it go because uh, the the only thing it says to me is that there'll be something new. Yeah. Right. Which is, is always good. <laughs> I just loved, you know, and, and you know, so just for every, the, for those that haven't watched these, right. So they had the original series that was from 2013 to 2019. That was just called the, it was just the Mickey mouse series. Right. But then they changed it in 2020 to the wonderful, the world of Mickey mouse. And they did, you know, they did a bunch of other things too. Like they did a spring one, they did a summer yeah. one. Like they were really, very fun and and silly like my very favorite one we actually my daughter and i watched it yesterday um and i don't know if you've seen this one trevor but this one like literally kills me and i like it's the reason why i loved it because it was just really silly and just like really silly cartoon uh you know kind of stuff that was you don't see as much anymore you know and so like it, it's um it's the one where mickey's trying to get pluto to take his uh anti-flea medication have you seen that one Yes, I don't remember it in detail though. <laughs> I do. I love that one so yeah. much. It makes me laugh so hard because, like, just like there's a stupid bit in the beginning where where Mickey notices that there's a flea gnawing on his leg, and he just shoots mm. his leg off like a rocket ship, and a new one just grows in. Like, and it's just so stupid and silly, but it's like a funny that, old that cartoon visual thing. slapstick. Yeah, stuff. like, yeah. and then there's another part where he's trying to give you know the give the bone to Pluto, and Pluto's teeth turn into a brick wall, and then like a vault. <laughs> Like, you know, it's like that kind of like really ridiculous over the top kind of cartoony stuff from like, you know, really like the old, the very like um, physical comedy, you know, and it's and it's just that episode to me just like kind of is is exactly what why I love the show, because it was it was so silly and it really didn't take itself seriously. And it, and it took Mickey in some different directions and, um, you know, it, it did some different things with all the characters that was, uh, you know, really fun. And I mean, there were some really funny adult jokes in that show, too. Right. Like, you know, there was, oh, a, yeah. there was a lot of funny adult stuff in that. Sorry. Th- good. Th- there. Yeah. I mean, it, it, th- that's the whole thing about Mickey in general. And he, like you, you can even go back to the to like through all of the cartoons is that you know, to your point is, yeah, you know, like the Mickey shorts, there is a lot of, you know, there's a lot of kid jokes. There's a lot of slapstick. There's a lot of, of visual stuff, but then the, like you said, you know, that they will occasionally do jokes like there, there's, there was a couple episodes where, um, yeah, you, you know, some of the jokes, you know, definitely you can tell that it was targeted at, you know, the adults in the room, not the kids. And then, and then they also love doing, uh, or like you mentioned earlier, you know, the Easter eggs, like I love, I love the fact that like through this whole series, there was multiple points where they did throwbacks, you know, they, they did call outs to like, um, you know, you know, theme park rides, tons of park points. stuff in that show. Yeah. Um, tons of and, and then, and then there, there was one episode where Mickey reaches under his, uh, under the seat in his car and there's a VHS of the black cauldron. Oh yeah. 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 That's like, hilarious. Yeah. Which is just it, like, it's so specific and it, and it's such a like call out to all the people that are like, you know, Hey, what happened to the black cauldron? Because you know, that was, that was a Disney show that a lot of people don't know. And it was kind of dark. Kind like, of buried. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, you know, stuff like that is or the, uh, the house of tomorrow episode where he did, they literally took a, an attraction from Disneyland from, yeah. you know, that, and they made it into an episode. Like, I mean, they do it. They did a ton of parks references on that show. And that's, that's part of why I loved it too. Yeah. So, so the, the thing is, is as, as much as, you know, you know, I'll miss that. I'm, I'm excited to see where they'll take it. And the funny thing is, is that 
that that doesn't mean that you know i'm gonna inherently like everything about whatever the next thing is they do because you know like it's funny because the like the whole the whole thing about you know the way they animated goofy and everything this last or in this last series um you know it, it was very polarizing and and i didn't hate it you know it wasn't it wasn't necessarily my favorite thing like i enjoyed the way that they did the character and everything but that's not to say that the next thing they do you know there may be something about it that you know I may be in that camp where I'm like, I don't like the way they did Donald or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Like, it, so, but I, I, I think it's good that, that they have that because, you know, everybody can find, they can find the, the version of Mickey, I guess that they like the most at the end of the day. Right. Like, because there yeah. is like, like it even goes back to like, if, if, if you really wanted to, to, you know, talk about it like as far as like mickey mouse shows go i wish that house of mouse was on mm. disney plus because like that was that was my favorite in in terms of just straight mickey shows but they don't have it there for some reason so yeah there are yeah. some weird omissions on there but yeah anyway we kind of went down a bit of a rabbit hole about just mickey stuff <laughs> all, all because you 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 know you know just the fact that the the one that the Wonderful world, but Mickey Mouse is ending. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, we should do our ad. We should really do. We our should. Ad. Yeah, we really should. All right. Uh, this week we have DVC Rental Store, which is a world of DVC company that offers magical vacations at incredible value. Save up to sixty percent off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. DVC Rental Store now includes deposits as low as twenty five percent at the time of booking, and a built in cancellation policy for every reservation. As always, DVC Rental Store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com slash welcome home or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 382-7368. And when you do talk to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. Okay. Yeah, be sure to make sure you go to dvcrentalstore.com slash welcome home. Big yeah, important thing to do. That, that lets them know that that you 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 found them through us. And that, uh, you know, because they are a sponsor of the show, you know, we want to, we want to show them love. So <laughs> make sure you do that. And we want credit for that love. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so Hatbox Ghost, uh, they're going to close. What's that? Finally. Jeez. Are you? Okay. So. I've seen the Hatbox Ghosts. So. Yeah, you've seen it. What 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 I was going to ask you. So they're gonna they're gonna close the Haunted Mansion for a couple days, but the it's but it's mm-hmm. not uh, the Hatbox Ghost isn't coming. They're just preparing for the Hatbox Ghost, right? Um, mm-hmm. But and he's going to debut later this this summer. I mean, uh, I guess later this year. Um, but so I I've noticed that there's a mini controversy about this one because everyone assumed the Hatbox Ghost was going to be in the attic scene. But they're saying he was at now, the end of the attic scene yes. in Disneyland. Yes, yeah. So that's what everyone was assuming. Uh, but mm-hmm. they announced here that it's actually going to be next to the endless hallway towards the beginning of the ride. Yeah, yeah. But some people are mad about that. They think it ruins the story. And I'm like, I don't know. It makes sense to me. I guess. I, <laughs> I, I so based on the trailer that I saw uh, for the movie. Um, they're they're lining this up so so they're lining it up with the movie is that's what they're, they're doing. doing yeah so so um you didn't go the, see the, the movie yet trevor i thought you were gonna hit the theaters for that one uh, yeah or uh, yeah we we were 
we were gonna go, but um, stuff happened this weekend. So okay, sorry. Yeah. We we actually so um, since our I'm not going to be here next weekend and because we actually have a, a trip planned, but I think I actually have a couple of days off before that. So I think we're probably going to go see it this next weekend. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Also, I, I will say this, you know, th- there is a part of me that like opening day of any show, I'm like, yeah. I'm very adverse to doing opening day because I just don't like excessive crowds. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, but but yeah, but so so back to you know the trailer on this and everything um, from from the the movie is that it seems like the Hatbox Ghost is kind of um, responsible for the endless hallway, um, like or like the, like in the in the the trailer you know he's chasing somebody and you know he he kind of distorts the mansion into yeah you know like the endless hallway and and all that kind of stuff. So I think it makes a little more sense, and, and you know. Because the hard part is, is it, like in Disneyland, he's already like they, they just kind of put him in a spot is what happened. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like they didn't uh, there wasn't plans for the movie at the time. They were just kind of bringing back the Hatbox Ghost. So, you know, they, they found a spot to put him, which was just at the end of the uh, the the attic as you're coming out into the graveyard, which is fine. But, you know, I think in in. uh Florida, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're trying to use that as the canvas for the movie. And, and, you know, they, they've done this like with pirates of the Caribbean and stuff is, you know, that they move stuff around to, you know, once the movie pirates of the Caribbean came out, you know, they started making changes to the ride to align it with the movie. Right. I, so, I think, I think the argument though here is right. That the, that ghosts don't appear in the haunted mansion until after the seance scene. And now this is before the and, scene. Well, that's not true because um, there is the there is the coffin like right at the beginning. Well, yeah, where, and I mean everything's moving in the house, right? You just don't see any yeah. physical ghosts until after until after the séance, right? So, but yeah, I listen, Trevor. I think it's ridiculous. I don't. I I think it's fine, right? Like you're in a haunted house. Like what does it matter where when you see the ghosts? You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, yeah, the the whole and again, you know, you know that that whole thing about you know the the you know ghosts don't appear until after the seance room because of the seance is why you see them and everything. Like, yeah. okay, fine, I I get that that's you know a certain level of storytelling, but that's also that's kind of fan fiction at this. Yeah, point. yeah, and, yeah. And the and the thing about fan fiction is that it's fan fiction. It's not you know. There, there's nothing anywhere saying that, you know, the rule is that no ghosts may appear before this room. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. so, you know, okay, fine, whatever. Like, I, people it, just want to get mad about stuff, yeah. man. Like, I, you know, yeah, I just because, yeah, you know, you know, the thing is, is that you see, like, I mean, really from the get go, like there is, you know, you know, you can say you don't you don't physically see a ghost. But like you said, you know, there is so many things that happen that are like well, the very literal clearly, narrator yeah. is a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like talking. Yeah. To you. <laughs> so I don't know. I just, he's your ghost host. <laughs> yeah. You, even the hallway or like in the leading up to the, the, the infinite hallway, like there's like, you can see like green light coming out of rooms. There, There's the Escher room where like, you can see the footsteps and everything. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't see it as a very like hard and fast. You cannot see a ghost because you didn't have the seance. 
thing. I, I mean, like, and truthfully, listen, like the spot where the endless hallway is, there's some room there, right? Like, so it makes yeah. sense that they're putting it there. And to your point, Trevor, like, you know, what do people want them to do? Like, maybe there wasn't any room in the attic scene for them to like, maybe they physically could not put him in the attic scene, right? Like well, without taking I, out like the bride or something. Well, I, I will say this, where they, where they put him in Disneyland, it does feel very forced in my opinion. Oh, really? Okay. Because, because yeah. the, the way that it, the way that it works is that it's literally right after you see the bride and you know how you turn and you come out and you start like, you see over into the, uh, yeah. And then you turn the around. Graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. As you turn around, it's right next to the house, like or like like where you would come out of the house, kind of kind of thing. Yeah, and he, he's just like standing, like up. There's not even a ledge or anything there, really. He's just kind of like shoved next to the house, so that like as you turn around and you're coming down backwards, you can see him. So like you start off close to him and then you kind of move away. But it it, it does, like I said, it felt very like they didn't have any other place to put him and, and it doesn't really showcase him as the problem. Like it's yeah. very like, like, Oh, there he is. And then, you know, gone. Whereas, you know, yeah. Putting him somewhere like near the, uh, near the hallway. It's like you, you've got a chance Like you kind of come up on him. You get a chance to really see him and the effect, you know, the, the hat box goes does and then move past him. Like, like it, it puts more of a spotlight on him is the thing. So, um, yeah, I I don't disagree with it. Like I I mean, just the fact that that you know they're finally adding it in, I think is great and it doesn't have to be you know, not everything has to be identical between the two haunted mansions, right? Like <laughs> Yeah, it, it's interesting though because like the description they have in here, right? So it says the hatbox ghost will appear to guests as they pass the endless hallway, welcoming himself inside from the swinging wake in the cemetery and grinning at the doom buggies as they set off deeper in the mansion. So like, are they saying he was in the cemetery and then he just walked his way over to the endless hallway? Is that what they're trying to say? <laughs> like, I don't know. It, I'm yeah. That that's a really weird it is a, way to describe way it. To put it right. Like <laughs> yeah. when I first read it, I was like, oh, okay. So he's in the he's in the graveyard scene. He's in the cemetery scene. Okay, cool. And then it was like, but no, wait, it's the endless hallway though. I, I don't know. It's just oh, a weird. Way so, to say it. No, I, I think what they're saying, welcoming himself inside from. The yeah. So he was outside partying in the cemetery. Yeah. Like, so I need yeah. a break. I'm going to go inside. I'm going to go chill by the end. He, he, he's got he got tired of being shoved next to <laughs> the window. Yeah. And he decided to come inside. That's what they're saying. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Right. So, yeah. I, I just Good. don't I don't know why I uh, Trevor, I saw somebody one of the blogs like flipping out about. I, and I swear to you, this is maybe the dumbest thing I've ever seen someone get mad about was uh, at at Sci-Fi Dine-In that they changed one of the lights uh, in the in the skyline behind to be blinking instead of not blinking. And I was like, uh huh. Are you serious? Like, <laughs> first of all, I didn't even notice that there was because there's like towers. They're like the towers, right? Um, so like, like mm-hmm. there's those, you know, those big towers that have lights on the top of them. So, you know, planes like radio right? towers. Yeah. yeah. And they're in the yeah. background of the thing. Right. And I'm like, I've been to that restaurant a lot and I've never even noticed the towers. And you're, you're getting mad that they changed a light to be blinking. Oh, and they changed the color too. It was white. Now it's red or vice versa. Like, okay. who cares? So, well, <laughs> like, I mean, okay. You know what? I, I am all for detail yes. and I'm all for you know, finding things like that. And, but to be mad that something changed, like, I know, I don't know it. Like, 
Something that I, is so yeah. small. Like, it, I, how I is guess, that even yeah, a I, detail that's bad? I, I have a threshold for it, I guess. You, you, I know. you know, when, when, they, when they fully, like, if they take something and completely redo it, and if if I don't feel it's in the spirit of whatever the original thing was, I may care. But I'm also, like, I'm not somebody that's going to, like, you know, I hate Disney because they, you know, they took out my Dumble ride or something. Like, I, yeah. like that's that's the thing is, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to be that person to begin with but you know to 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 obsess over details like that and then you know be mad that those details yeah i don't you're right it, it's a blinking light in a restaurant <laughs> that you wouldn't even notice <laughs> that like it, it doesn't affect the food it doesn't affect the overall experience I, yeah, okay. I'd rather they add more yeah. movies to the, or more uh, more shorts to the to the movie because I feel like every time I go there, you see the same thing twice all the way through. Like I at least make like make like a three hour loop or something. You know, yeah. I want to see no, some I, stuff. I, we talked about this once before. I think yeah. that it's it's intentional because if they didn't or if they they made it a longer loop that. People would just sit there. People would just sit there. No, you're right. Yeah. You're 100% right. Yeah, I love man. sci-fi. Sci-fi is one of my favorites. So I, you know, mm-hmm. it's, but anyway, let's, let's move on. We got lots of food to talk about. Tons of food to talk I about. I would, I saw this, uh, I, I already looked through this, um, a couple of days ago. Did you? And yeah, so, so I mean, it came up, uh, on my phone, um, or I saw a Facebook post about the, uh, the Halloween. Oh, specifically the Halloween. guide. Yeah. So, which I, you know, as I'm sitting here, uh, you know, you know, we're not even in August yet and we're talking about Halloween food. Trevor, you say (laughs) that though, but I went to the grocery store two days ago and there was all, all the Halloween stuff was out and I'm like, like, what? Just no, (laughs) stop it. But like, I also have to, I have to remind myself too, that Halloween starts in a week and a half at Disney. So (laughs) yeah, I, I know that, but it's still just like, I know. It, it's a little too I will much. say, though, they have a lot of new stuff, though, for the part. I mean, like, almost all these dishes are new. A lot, um, of, a lot of black stuff. Well, yeah. <laughs> listen, apple fritter milkshake. Uh, yeah, I'm going to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I drink that, I guess. Um, I mean, uh, also, the flaky, pa- the mummy treat, the flaky pastry filled with chocolate hazelnut filling and topped with white icing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm also up for that. Um, some sort of green slushy going on here. Do you see this thing? I don't know what that is, but it's. Uh, I don't know if I want to drink it. Are you talking the River Sticks elixir? Yes, kiwi lemonade with luster dust. Okay, yeah. that I bet that'll look really cool because because the way that that dust kind of like it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. really mix in right, so it'll create a very well. Obviously, yeah, River Sticks with you know for those that have watched Hercules. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, that that's that's cool. That that's a very cool effect, and and I don't mind kiwi as a flavor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah you're you're not wrong. It just is interesting yeah. looking. I, I also I'm looking at this chicken sandwich too. Spicy fried chicken breast dipped in hot honey, topped with pepper jack cheese, jalapeno poppers, and bacon. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> is that, where where was that one? Is Cosmic Rays. Chi- that's over at Cosmic Rays. Yeah, this oh, is okay. only yeah. during the party, by the way. Only during the holiday yeah. party. So. That that's so hard to um like I get that they want to offer unique things during the Halloween parties, but I guess when I'm there, I'm not thinking or about the food stuff, yeah. Well well the hard part is is that they got the trick or treat trails and, and I'll fully admit that 
you know, when we're there, like I've kind of already eaten before the party starts. Yeah. And I'm just eating junk food <laughs> the whole time. So I'm not really I'm not really thinking about like, oh, let's go try something or let's go eat some food, right? Like yeah. I get it. I get it. I I'm, yeah. I understand what you're saying here. Uh I mean I'm just looking at this. some of this stuff looks awesome though. Like I mean a buffalo chicken hand pie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's I'm all about that. Yeah, that would be with a spicy ranch drizzle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. sounds delicious. I mean, I'm not a big sweet potato fry fan, but loaded sweet potato fries, okay. Mm-hmm. With butterscotch yeah. chips on them, that's random, but okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, butterscotch is kind of a weird choice. Cause, I mean, because sweet potatoes are sweet as it is. Yeah. I, I feel like that would be a little too much. It might but. be. It might be. It's like, Yeah, it's, they're like dessert sweet. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet potato fries tossed in cinnamon sugar topped with marshmallow cream and butterscotch chips and toffee. Whoa, like that's... That's basically dessert. Yeah. That's just... <laughs> sh- yeah. Yeah. Then, then of course, you know, right after that, we've got the, the black velvet whoopie pie, which is that... Dark black. Dark, yeah. The, the amount of dye. I can only <laughs> imagine what that would do to you. <laughs> yeah. like, you I just... I, I keep looking... It's like, yeah, I don't... I, I, also, like, I mean... That's got to like turn your teeth. It's black or blue. Yeah, it's got to not be good. I would think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. You know what though? These these bone in, uh, over at Petco's Bill, the bone in piggy mm-hmm. wings fried with fresh jalapenos topped in Coca Cola cherry barbecue sauce. Sounds kind of good. Yeah, <laughs> I would eat that candy corn mm-hmm. milkshake though. I I'm not a candy corn fan. I don't know about you. I'm not a candy. No, corn. I I don't get candy corn. I, I guess I either. I, I've tried it and it just is like it's the least favorite <laughs> halloween <laughs> it's uh, actually i mean they, they covered it on gravity falls it's it's loser candy <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. turn into a monster it turns into a monster right exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah apple yeah. fritter sunday 100 mm-hmm. percent on that <laughs> you're you're really all about the apple fritter oh, dude stuff. i love yeah. i love apple anything apple pie apple fritters i love yeah, I'm I'm all about apples. So yeah, I mean that's you know just the 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 Halloween time for me is all the apple stuff. I yeah, I, I go a different direction. Everyone goes with pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin, so I go with with uh, the apple. Um, <laughs> I do like so so. I just want to point out that I'm looking at some of the the names. So like the at Sleepy Hall, they've got a headless horseman cupcake, which yeah. you know that that like. Why would you not do headless horseman stuff at Sleepy Hollow? And that, Did you that's you see what it too. is though? Spicy cheese flavored cupcake. What? Yeah. With lime I, filling. I, I I don't know. What does that mean? Cheese flavored. Does it taste like Cheetos? Cheese like, with lime. <laughs> what does that mean? With cream cheese buttercream, spicy cheese flavored snacks, and che- yeah, it's a it's Cheetos. like Cheetos. Yes, it's a Cheeto cupcake with lime. Okay. My my brain's not computing that right now. <laughs> you know what though? If but let's think about this though. If they're doing like the um the hot Cheetos, right? And then mm-hmm. I mean what you what you want with a hot Cheeto to cool it down is some I mean a lime would cool that down, right? Yeah, so Yeah, I guess it's yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes sense if I think about it. And I I, I would try I would probably try this. It's weird I, enough. I guess, yeah. I guess I can see that cuz cuz like you get like um like you can get like lime margarita yeah with like spice in it right so i exactly i can see that i I guess converting it to a cupcake is what's throwing me off because i wouldn't expect that in a cupcake but you know that's clearly what they're going for no no i totally agree Uh, and i'm just i'm scrolling down here the only other thing that catches my eye is the skull brownie 
This Mexican spiced chocolate brownie with dulce de leche filling and sugar eyes that looks like looks like the, a really the, creepy skull. Yeah, the the uh, the thousand yard stare yeah, from the right? skull. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, okay, you, you you did skip over one though that uh, the the Hades cone, which all right, yeah, I, I all right. did want to point out. We we kind we missed. Uh, there was a couple other ones that were. Um, uh, it was pain and panic themed. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Food. So so they're kind of. I think this year they're they're doing a lot of like Hades stuff, or they're, they're focusing on uh, Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, yeah. And, and but yeah, th- this Hades cone is uh, a Dole Whip. Dole Whip mango, which I I really like mango, and Dole Whip is good. But then habanero soft serve with blue raspberry shell and chili lime seasoning. So. They're leaning kn- heavy into the spicy stuff. I feel. Yeah, like. I, I I know that sounds weird, but I've had a Dole Whip with the uh, the Taijin spice on it before, and because it like Taijin's like a, a lime, uh, lime lime salt with some some spice in it, like chili spice. Yeah, it's really good. So I I can see where this would be really good because it yeah it's it's that heat combined with the fruit combined with you know ice cream. Like, why would you not? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I did notice there a lot of the a lot of the food is is on is a uh, spicy themed, right? Like they're yeah. going for like a spicy theme with this menu, it seems like. So but I mean, listen, like this is all new. Uh, people complain about them bringing back the same stuff. Like pretty much every menu item here is new. Yeah, it's and and it's creative. Like, like th- that's yeah. always been my thing is that a lot of times they're like, you know, oh, it's a, you know, it's the spooky cupcake and it's literally just the cupcake with, uh, you know, uh, uh, a little like sugar ghost on it or something. Yeah. Right. Whereas, you know, this is, you know, that they're doing a lot of these things are different. A lot of them are, you know, not necessarily or, or they're Disney themed, but not in the way you think. Like, like yeah, the, yeah. you know, it seems like this year they were like, hey, let's do Hades related stuff. And, and it's kind of sprinkled throughout the whole list here. But like the River Sticks juice, I'm I'm really curious about that like i i i would actually like stop to try that <laughs> yeah, i mean it, it's yeah. it looks incredibly cool like it just yeah. looks it looks like the it looks like the slime that you know people used to get slimed with back on nickelodeon back in the 90s oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know Which, that was like applesauce or something yeah but it, like yeah. it's that same kind of color like i feel like if i drink this i'm gonna turn into a teenage mutant ninja turtle you know like <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> not to bring up a different uh property but um a tmnt used to be in uh mgm studios it did. so it, yeah. it, it did it's funny though the Blue's trailer tie. for that came on uh during like an ad for something we were watching and my daughter mm-hmm. was like don't turn this off and i'm like oh really i was like are you like right. ninja turtles is this a door that's opening right now <laughs> and it's like how i got her into the uh i got her into the spider-man series uh that's the the kids spider-man series that's on disney plus and mm-hmm. i'm like does this open the door now that i can get her into marvel like because <laughs> she's all about spider-man now she like you know she likes spider-man so just yeah. be prepared your kids will not Eventually, they will not be interested in the things that you're interested in. You have to no, be okay with that. They're always going to be interested in everything I'm interested in. What are you talking about, Trevor? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Let's go with that. All right. So uh, <laughs> a lot of people were upset about this. And I have to admit that I have never been to – I never got to go to the uh, the Trails End. Okay? So I just never did. Right? But I know a lot of people that were Fort Wilderness people were upset about Trails End turning into – uh, you know, a a kind of like a quick service location, right? Yeah. Which you know, I I, I get it, 
but I also, you know, it, it seemed like it was a need over there, right? Um, so now it's a quick service restaurant, uh, and we're seeing some food coming out from this. I have to say these pizzas look pretty good, uh, by Disney pizza standards. Um, and you know, like the, the, they got barbecue going on, which is, is, you know. Yeah. There's, there's nothing, nothing looks bad about this. Like, no, it looks good. I mean, uh, and I, I will say this, you know, I, I know, I know people, you know, don't like, or they feel like going from, um, sit down to quick services is a downgrade. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, for sometimes, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to sit down for barbecue. I, if like, yeah, yeah. Or, or no, like, like, you know, they're like good barbecue is worth sitting down for, but you know, having somewhere where it's like, you know, I can just walk up and get barbecue. Yeah. Is that really a bad thing? I I don't I mean listen this doesn't look like quick service food to me right like this no, is it like, doesn't. like it looks yeah. it, it looks like the same kind of stuff you would get at get at a sit down yeah absolutely and I mean look they've got the quick service stuff like cheeseburgers and chicken nuggets and fries and but I mean you can buy your you can buy the sides by the pound here like this mac and cheese looks awesome like I'm I don't know this food looks sliders good to me. right now. What's that? The sli- you're looking <laughs> at the sliders. Yeah, <laughs> sliders look good too, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I I think this is a could be a good addition if the food is good. I mean, you know. Yeah, I and yeah, I, like you said, you know that that that's the key is I I think people need to stop looking at you know what type of experience it is because again, like you said, that for for where it is, um, you know, Trails End is like. like over in like Fort Wilderness, um, there isn't there isn't any other options, right? Like, like to yeah. to to you got to travel back to Wilderness Lodge for quick service, and I can understand why, like especially with the DVC. Um, That's what I think cabins yeah. coming. Yeah, I can see why they would want to make sure that there's a quick service there because you know personally, if I was staying somewhere like that, I would be looking around, going, "Well, you know, I don't want to have to, you know." drive for 15 minutes just to get quick service. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. When when everywhere else, you know, there is there's something near like I know it sounds lazy, but really it's it's practical because of the fact that, you know, after you've been, you know, doing theme parks for a whole day and you're tired, you don't want to, you know, get on a bus or go walking for an extended period to get food. You want to get something, you know, uh, again, the, the, I guess this is just me is, you know, there's a lot of times, you know, when I'm staying at Disney, you know, I just want to get something close. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, worry about, you know, well, am I, you know, making a reservation at a restaurant or a sit down or whatever, you yeah. know, that's why quick service is great is that it's literally, you know, it's in the name you, you get it and, you know, you, you get out of there and move on with your day. Like it doesn't, it's not meant to be a focus of your day. Um, it, to your point, by the way, those the the sliders. Uh, it's a trio of sliders: pulled pork with barbecue sauce, coleslaw, brisket slider with Carolina barbecue and pickled onions, and a buffalo chicken slider with uh, house made blue cheese dressing and dill pickles. So it's it's the trifecta of barbecue. Yeah, so, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's delicious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah. So yeah. To, like it, my point is, is that you know I. For for as much as people you know love to you know feel like that they're losing something, I I th- I see this as a win. I, I see this as a game. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
a lot of people consider Trails End to be like a hidden gem, though. Like, especially a lot of the Fort Wilderness people, like they felt like it was this place that they knew about. And like, I get it when you have a place like that and it changes, like you you feel like you lost something you were in the know on that nobody else was, right? And and this is invariably going to make this a more popular spot, right? So maybe, maybe, yeah. I mean, but quick services tend to be, you know, especially at the resorts. You know, I mean, every time I'm at a resort and we, we have the quick service, you know, there's always a, you know, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people waiting yeah. for uh, there. Like they're getting their breakfast and, you know, getting some coffees or, you know, get grabbing a quick dinner like you were talking about. They had a long day at the parks. They didn't want to deal with uh, going to a sit down. So, and I mean, this this one also has a hot uh, grab and go section where you can grab, you know, you can grab the barbecue. You don't need to like, you know, order it. You just, they, they just are going to have it out. You can just grab it. <laughs> so, you know, it's yeah, great. Kind of like, uh, or no, it's. Uh, I was thinking like seasons. Seasons is almost like that. Which I seasons, yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they still have people like doling out food, but yeah, it's kind of like that. It, yeah. yeah. But it's basically you go up to each of the the things and you're like, I want this, like you know, yeah, like yeah, you don't have to order and wait for them to prepare it. It's just ready, which exactly. you know, exactly. So yeah. Uh, so then the last thing I have on here is uh, Princess Week, <laughs> which who knew that was a thing. Where's when is Princess Week? August twentieth through the twenty sixth. They're gonna have some princess themed food. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay is the right response to that, Trevor. I, I okay. I I my family like princesses and not I'm gonna get thing. some hate for this. Like because I don't have you know I don't have a daughter. Princesses are like the least interesting thing at Disney for us. No, I get it. And, yeah, and 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 sorry, that that's not totally fair because my wife, my wife has a couple of princesses that she likes and that she you know like she will she will go out of her way to see. But even at that, like my wife, like my wife is more interested in getting pictures with the stepsisters than like any other princess. So, I well, mean, let's not talk about this then. Let's just skip yeah. off to our last item so we can right, wrap up yeah. here because. I put this on here because I wanted to get your thoughts about it. But I, I mean, there's nothing mm-hmm. all that interesting within the Princess Week stuff. I didn't really see anything that I was, you know, jumping no, out of. It's yeah, we I yeah, I, I don't do princesses at Disney. So that's yeah, fine. Let's let's talk about this last item and then we'll wrap up. So uh after the terrible fire that they had at Fantasmic uh, you know, a couple months ago now, uh, where the dragon caught on fire um at Disneyland. Um, the show has been closed and Disneyland mm-hmm. has announced that the show will not return until spring 2024. And when it does return, there will be no more dragon. The dragon's done. Uh, mm-hmm. and they say they're going to replace it with, with special effects, which is probably the same thing they were using for the B mode when the dragon was broken anyway. Right. The, um, uh, unless they're doing something new, I don't know, but I, I hope, I hope they're doing something new. Cause, cause it says in here that it will, the new show will no longer feature the dragon, but will instead add new special effects during the climatic battle between Sorcerer Mickey and Maleficent. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to have like a longer battle between like the Maleficent character. And yeah. because, cause like there, there is a, there is a point where Maleficent is on stage, but then, um, you know, she, you know, disappears in a puff of smoke and the dragon comes out yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Right. Um, I mean, if, if they can make it as entertaining as the dragon good. Yeah. And, and I shouldn't discount, you know, you know, Disney is very good at being creative in these sure, kinds of sure. situations. And I can understand why they don't want to put back the big flammable dragon, because they seem to have an issue with 
dragons and them <laughs> lighting themselves on fire. Well, you know, uh, also, and I, I actually didn't know this, and maybe I should have known this, but I didn't realize that the uh, the dragon was uh, was nicknamed Murphy there after Murphy's mm. Law. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is which is funny. Um, but I mean, maybe that's just kind of what it is, right? That they just like they had so many problems with it in general that it was just like, even if we it's replaced not worth it, it, it's just not worth it to replace it, right? Like, even though it's a really important thing, uh, you know, part of the thing, if they can replace it with other effects and and it's just as good or you know enough that people like it, then I guess that's what they'll do, right? I mean. I, it's it would bum me out if they took the one out of Disney World though, right? Like so, like I have no attachment to this one, obviously. But if they took the one away from Disney World, I would be bummed by that. Yeah, but I mean, and- they've had so many problems with fires and dragons over the past couple of years that I I kind of don't blame them for this. Yeah, it, and you know the the hard part is is that in Disneyland, it, it, this isn't just a matter of you know while well, there was a, a fire on stage that stage in Disneyland is part of Tom Sawyer's Island. Like yeah. during the day you can walk right where phantasmic happens. Um, like, yeah. like I've been on where that whole stage section is and I can understand why, you know, the, the problem is, is that it doesn't just, you know, damage the stage, it, you know, the surrounding area of Tom Sawyer's Island. Like you can end up with, you know, that whole area being, Torched potentially. Well, so luckily, no cast members got injured during that fire. Yeah. But I mean, the cast members could have gotten injured. I mean, like you're, they're, like you said, and, they're trapped on an island. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. The difference too is, yeah, like you said, you know, there is, you know, if if something were to happen, what does the escape route look like while you're jumping yeah. in the water? Because it's yeah, pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 I get it. I, I, I get why they they made the decision like you, and, and I don't see them doing. I don't see them doing it in Disney World because like, you know, like we're talking about is, you know, in Disney World, it is a stage. It is it is put in an arena. So, you know, I feel like they have better control over it. And again, if something did happen, it's a lot easier for them to to manage it. But also, I feel that because of the fact that it is a stage in in uh, Florida, that you don't have all the surrounding trees and stuff that you do on Tom Sawyer's Island. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. So, so again, it's a lot easier for them to kind of like make a larger space where, where Maleficent can't light stuff on fire. <laughs> I agree. Um, and it's a different, it's a different yeah. figure in, at Disney world too, right? Like it's yeah, a different, it is. and it's not, I, the, from what I gathered, the one at Disneyland was kind of problematic and didn't work all the time. And, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't think they have the same problem with that one at, at Disney World, right? Like, <laughs> and again, it's because it, you know, every day they have to, uh, they have to um, put it all it, away, right? Yeah, it, it ha- yeah, it has to be hidden because it, it, it's a, it's a, an operating space where, where guests go. So they can't just, you know, set things up in a way where it's, it's secured, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I get it. And, you know, I just, I hope that whatever they figure out, um, you, you know, it, it's one part of Fantasmic. Like, like the thing is, is that Fantasmic in and of itself is a great show. Like it, it has, yeah. it has a lot of amazing elements to it. And, uh, you know, again, in, in Disneyland, you know, the, the thing that you don't have in Disney world is there is a whole section where Peter Pan and Captain Hook had a fight on a ship. 
because oh, yeah, the show's totally different. I've watched videos yeah. of it. It's totally different. It's a yeah, it's yeah, a whole be, different because, thing. Because the, you because they have the Columbia there, which it actually it, it actually goes on the same track as the Mark Twain, like it so that so they can run the Columbia and the Mark Twain both around Rivers of America. So they've used that during the show that they you know they have they have a whole section with Peter Pan, which you know you know if they took that away, I would be a little more upset because it's unique to to that show. Whereas the Maleficent figure was, you know, it, it kind of overlapped between them. And, and I'm not saying that that is, you know, well, you know, whatever, uh, or, or that, you know, because it was overlapped that, that, that made it less important, but like, to your point, it is, it is still part of the show in Florida. And I don't see them taking that out anytime soon. Um, yeah. but yeah, I just, I just hope whatever they do, they figure out something that works that, um, doesn't feel cheap because the, like you said, the, the, the B roll version of it was they used a water fan to do Maleficent, which is like that, you know, they just, they have a big fan that sprays water up and they project an image onto it, which they use it at different parts during the show. Um, but it really doesn't hit the same way as, you know, big dragon coming out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I just assume that that's what they were going to go with. But who, I mean, we don't know. Like you said, yeah. maybe they'll have a new effect that's, I don't know. That's, It'd be that's, cool if they could do something with drones, actually. That would be pretty cool. I, I Did you, did, I, I want to wrap up, but did you see what they did for, uh, what was it, um, at, at In, Disneyland Paris, the drone yes. show? The, oh, yes. The most recent one? Yeah, like I am just dying for them to get the drones to Disney World, man. Because mm-hmm. like the the stuff they're doing is crazy, and the, it's amazing. <laughs> the interesting thing about that, or, or the thing that I noticed in that, was that there there was fireworks and the drones going off at the same, same time, time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or, sorry, drones weren't going off. Drones were flying. Yeah, they, were, they weren't they were, exploding. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> the the interesting thing is that like I was looking at it and I was like, okay, you know, there is still definitely or my concern was wind in, in, and you know, how that plays into, you know, controlling the drones and stuff. There was wind going on in Paris. Cause you could see when the fireworks going off that there was a crosswind yeah, yeah. pushing the smoke. And I was like, okay, maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. Maybe it is something that could be doable, more doable in Florida than I initially thought. So, yeah, you know, yeah, may, maybe, maybe drones, Maybe drones are more possible than I was initially thinking. And, and, you know, you know, Disney, the, the fact that it was so big in Disneyland Paris, like it's huge. I mean, yeah, if they, that went if viral they could, too, man, that was everywhere. Like people yeah. were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they could bring that over to Florida, that would be really awesome. I should mention too, yeah. and I, I, we're really out of time, but there was, uh, there was another thing, uh, I saw that, um, I don't know if you've seen Bio Reconstruct on uh, on Twitter. That guy, he he constantly is flying over Disney World and Universal and taking pictures. No, and, I don't. I don't follow. Yeah. Or well, I don't, I don't use Twitter. I guess is the I guess no worries. I don't either. Called, yeah. But I catch him through the Disney blogs because a lot of people will repost his mm-hmm. stuff in the blogs. And uh, they were he caught pictures of them rebuilding new barges for whatever the Epcot show is going to be. Right, um, the nighttime show at Epcot that they're going to debut. Um, so, and they're building new barges. Now they don't look nearly as big as the old tacos and Stargate. Right. But like mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're new barges that they're, and this is the first indication we've really seen of anything being built back there. Right. Cause like, I think all of us have been kind of wondering like, what are they going to do? Right. Like, and I yeah. still, I still tend to believe that the Epcot show is going to involve drones. I just, 
I just feel like it's gonna. I don't know how. I just, I just, it's my feeling that they're it's gonna have drones because I, I feel like they're using Disneyland Paris as the test ground for this, and that you know, I feel like drones would fit in so nicely into Epcot. Um, yeah, I just, I don't see how they're not gonna bring a drone show in at, at some point. Um, but I mean, I guess we're gonna find out. But it, yeah, it was interesting I, to see them building new barges and hopefully non obstructive ones, not ones that block your entire view of the showcase. Yeah, I, I hope you're right. I really do I, yeah. because I yeah the the more that I'm like drones have been around for a while now, but they're getting better and better. Oh yeah, like, it's yeah it, you know Dis- Disney's really kind of behind the eight ball on that. I think. Well, but they were ahead of the eight ball though. I I think the first drone show I ever saw was the one they did at at uh, Disney Springs that like years ago, like six or seven years ago. I think yeah, they but, created technology, but they but you're right, they haven't brought it to the parks though. Yeah, even even with that, like there, like there's been a lot of stuff done outside of the states, I guess. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like yeah. there's the, when I mean they're behind the eight ball, I mean that you know there's been a lot of advancements in that kind of tech, and Disney has not capitalized on it at all. Yeah, I just wonder maybe you know like if it's maybe easier to do at Disneyland Paris just because of the way it's set up, or like because you know. I wonder if our rules here make it harder for them to do the drone show with all of the people around, you know, like, I don't know what the drone laws are around that with, you know, uh, with, with the commercial drones uh, and, and maybe it's, it's harder for them to do it here. I I don't know. I guess we'll find out. OSHA, OSHA could be a big factor in it because that does drive a lot of like safety that, you know, you don't always get in other countries. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So Anyway, let's yeah. let's wrap anyway. up. Let's wrap up. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let me get back to where the wrap up is. Um, <laughs> you got off track. Yeah, that's fine. We we do that. It's allowed. Uh, as usual, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love getting your questions. We love hearing trip reports from people and all that kind of stuff. So you can always reach us uh, at gmail there. Uh, if you want to follow us on other social media platforms, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. You can find us on YouTube as Welcome Home Podcast. You can find us on Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. Uh, if you are on Facebook, have a look at Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. It is our Facebook group where we have uh, lots of great listeners that uh, you know all have regular conversations about Disney, and uh, is just generally one of the uh, one of the more positive Disney groups out there. So if you're looking for a good uh, Disney group where people are actually wanting to talk about Disney and, and, and all that, um, you know, please, please have a look at our group. Uh, if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out our different merchandise there. Um, you know, all kinds of stuff like t-shirts and mugs and whatnot, you know, maybe you're needing some t-shirts for your next Disney trip. Uh, you can, you can get some welcome home ones. Uh, and if you want something a little different, you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out our different levels of Patreon support. Uh, that has exclusive merchandise that you can only get on Patreon. And it also gets you access to the discord server, which is yet another place that we talk with our listeners on a regular basis and, uh, have lots of fun conversations and a little more behind the scenes kind of stuff that, uh, uh, you don't necessarily see on Facebook. So if that's, uh, if that seems interesting to you, uh, check it out. Uh, last but not least, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, make sure you leave us a five-star review because it helps more people find the podcast. And if you are on iTunes, you can write a review. And, uh, you know, we love reading those reviews and just getting feedback from you guys. So, um, you know, please consider uh, leaving us a review. 
Yeah, I don't have any reviews this week. Um, but mm-hmm. if you don't leave us a review or if you've already left us a review, you can do us a favor by uh, telling a Disney friend about us or posting us about us in a Disney group that you're in. Like, spread the yeah. word, right? Like, if you like the show and you've written a review already uh, and you still want to help the show, I think the best way to do that is to is to tell a friend or to post us in a, in a different group. Uh, you know, break, get it, get us out to a wider audience. So, yeah, yeah. So, and also, of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there. You can find us. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a uh, Disney cast member or a DVC cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to our sponsor, DVC Rental Store, uh, which is dvcrentalstore.com slash welcome home. Uh, you know, if you want to rent DVC, if you're you know, looking into it and you want to try it out before you buy, great way to do it. Uh, we always recommend it to uh, you know, people that want to travel with us that aren't going to stay with us because uh, you know, it's a great way to try out DVC. So uh, check out DVC Rental Store. Uh, they are a great supporter of the show, as is uh, a world of DVC. So join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.